God is good. All the time. All the time. Amen to that. The Word of God says, Exhortation turns a wise person into a fool, and a bribe corrupts the heart. The end of the matter is better than its beginning, and patience is better than pride. Do not be quickly provoked in spirit, for anger resides in the lap of fools. This time we'd like to go to God in prayer. Mark Wallace, would you lead us in a word of prayer, please? Amen. You may be seated. The end of the matter is better than its beginning, and patience is better than pride. Christian resolutions this morning, as we think about those New Year's resolutions that we make. Did any of you ever make New Year's resolutions? Well, that used to be a big thing, and she and I see it a lot. We go walk every morning over at the old elementary school uh, there in Edmonton. My doctor tells me that's what I have to do, so guess what? Every morning we get up and we go over to Edmonton. Now, right now during this time, there's not a whole lot of people there when we go. Uh, people are not too interested in, in working out and being over there very much. But what we've noticed over the last couple of years is, you know the busiest time of the year at that gym? You know what it is? The week right after New Year's. We have to get there a little early. Even sometimes we've had to wait on a treadmill. And I look at Sheila and she'll look at me and we always say to each other, you know what we say? Oh, just wait till what? Next week. There won't be nobody here. And you'll sort of see them. They'll come a few days in a row. They'll get on the treadmill and run 10 miles or try to run 10 miles and lift weights. And the next day they come in and you'll hear, oh, I'm sore. And by the third day, they don't come back no more. And you never see anymore. I've made some New Year's resolutions like that before too, haven't you? You say to yourself, I've, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to hammer this out. I'm going to do everything that I can to do it. And we start out, what? So strong. And we truly believe that we're going to be able to do that for the entire year. But surely, slowly, but surely we start drifting back into our old ways and our old habits. As we look forward to the year 2024, do you ever think we'd say that? Y'all remember when it was the year 2000? And what was supposed to happen? Well, some of you don't remember. You're too young. But when at the year 2000, it's supposed to what? Everything's supposed to have been gone. Computer's going to shut down. Clocksworth Bank's going to be down. All those type of things. We stayed up. I knew if it was God's plan, it'd be all right. But we stayed up actually to midnight that year just to see what happened. Now we're all the way to 2024. I want to, first of all, I want us as a church to thank God for 2023. Amen? For how God's blessed us and took care of us. And we've made New Year's resolutions throughout the year, and God has blessed us and took care of us. But in 2024, there's going to be New Year resolutions that we have to make. And I think we need to make personal resolutions. There's nothing wrong with that. But I also think as a Christian, you need to look at how you're going to have New Year's resolutions in your Christian life. And not only say that you're going to do those things at the beginning of the year, but you're going to work every day of your life and doing your very best to keep those things active in your life. I believe so often in our life, as we read in the Scripture this morning, it says for us to have 
Patience is much better than pride. Patience is much better than pride. How many of you here this morning was, God gave you the gift of patience? How many of you? Well, Gannon says he's got it. I guess the rest of you doesn't. Patience is a little tough, isn't it? It's as hard. Because we want things done. I don't know about you all. I want things done on my time, not on God's time. Well, in 2024, you're going to have to have some patience. In 2024, everybody says, Brother Paul, can it get any worse? Yes, it can. And there's going to be new things in 2024 that we don't know is coming, that we don't know is happening, and we would pray and hope they don't. But there's going to be things happen in 2024 that's going to try your patience. And you're going to have to hold true to God and not waver from that. And you're going to have to say, my Christian resolutions is to be closer to God than I ever have been before. And I'm going to do my very best not to allow the world and its outside views and things that are going on in the world today. I'm not going to allow the world to dictate my 2024. I'm not going to allow the world to dictate how I live my life. I'm going to do my very best to have one person in charge of my life in 2024. And I'm going to make sure that God is in complete control of my life in 2024. So what do we do? I think as Christians in 2024, we just need to go back to the basis of our Christianity. Back to the basis of what's made you the Christian you are today. Back to the point you say, Brother Paul, these are the things that I'm going to do in 2024. And I'm going to make sure they are part of my life every day. I believe, first of all, we should say, I am resolved to pray more in 2024. Over in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, it says, Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. When I say pray continually, you've also heard other uh, uh, scriptures say pray without ceasing and always having that up on our minds. What do you think about that? Some people say, well, Brother Paul, how do you pray all the time? How do you pray without ceasing? One of the things I want you to know, and this is so good, this is to put a smile on your face this morning. God is only one word away from you. Isn't that something? In 2024, you're not alone because you can just say, God, help me. God, I need you. God, I need your strength right now. God, help me in my everyday life. And I am going to always have a prayer upon my lips and upon my heart where I can talk to God and ask for God to give me deliverance and to give me help and to be there for me. It is so wonderful to know that you have a God that loves you and wants to hear from you about anything. When I was working over at, at Goodman's, which is now Don Franklin's over in Glasgow and was selling cars, Mr. Joe Goodman, he was in his 80s at that time, but showed up to work every day, didn't matter what. He was there and he would come out and give us all these pep talks and so on and so forth and 
tell us different cars to, that we needed to try to sell things. And he was giving one of these big speeches one day. And he looked at me and he said, Paul, do you believe in prayer? And I said, well, yes, sir, Mr. Goodman. I believe in prayer. He says, well, I need you to pray today. We sell some more cars. And I said, Mr. Goodman, let me ask you something. Do you pray much? And he looked at me and he said, you know what? I pray about everything. I even pray when I go to Walmart that I get a parking spot close to the door. A lot of folks say, well, Brother Paul, that's terrible. Well, you see, what I, I, we all need to realize something. The Bible doesn't put limits on what you can pray about, does it? The Bible doesn't say you pray only about the bad things or the big things or the things that seem impossible. The Bible doesn't say that. I serve a God and you serve a God that loves you so much that he wants to hear about you going to Walmart, right? He wants to hear about you being safe while you're there. He wants to know that you can pray and you can talk to him at any time. So often I think we put limits on those prayers, don't we? And we say, I'm going to save my prayer time up for the big ones. And I'm going to only talk to God about the big things that go on in my life. But God wants to hear about everything in your life. One of the things that your preacher is going to work on and if you want to work on it with him in 2024, that's okay too. In my prayer life, I want to do my very best, and we've talked about this before, but I want to take it to the Lord and leave it there. I want to leave it there and say, God, this is what I'm praying about. God, this is what I need in my life. And then I'm going to grow with faith and believing that that prayer is going to be answered. So for your preacher... And I hopefully it's for you too. I am resolved to pray more in 2024. Next, I am resolved to read my Bible more in 24. Psalms 119, 105 through 106 says, Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. I have taken out an oath and confirmed it that I will follow your righteous laws. You ever said this before? Where were you at when the lights went out? You the rest of you? If you live out on Research Road, they go out pretty often. From time to time, we even got, we bought a generator. She and I went and bought a generator because it was going off all the time. We bought a generator and guess what? For the next six months, it didn't go off. That's all right, though. We're, we're highly prepared. When we were living in Edmonton, <coughs> up on Baker Street, when I was still working for the state of Kentucky, many, many times I would be out at 1, 2, 3 o'clock at night, and I would be out for a few hours. Sometimes, praise be to God, most of the time it was once or twice a week. Sometimes it was three or four times a week. But my number one goal was when I left, I wanted to leave quietly. And then when I came home, I wanted to come back home quietly. Well, I love my wife to death, and she knows that. But when we lived in Baker Street, one of the, her favorite things to do in all the world was change the furniture around. Any of the rest of y'all do that? Don't go buy new furniture. We're just going to move it around, put it in a different spot, see how it looks there. Well, it's okay. But well, one night I left to go to work. It's about 6 o'clock, one of them long, long nights. I come home, what I always did, come in the back door, nice and easy and turn the knob and started walking towards the bedroom 
I already had, see, when you do things so many times, you already have it mapped out where in your brain, you know where all these things are and you're going to know not what to run into. And, and my Paul senses <laughs> was all out there as I'm walking through the house. I get into the living room and guess what my lovely wife had done while I was gone? She moved the couch. And guess what she did? She put the couch right in the middle of my getting back to the bedroom. I don't remember a whole lot. I do remember the next morning waking up on the other side of that couch after I flew over the top of it. <laughs> Folks, in our lives a lot of times, when the lights go out, we don't know what to do, do we? We don't know where to turn. We don't know where... Our, our, our balance is going to come from where we need to go. And let me tell you what, in 2024, there's going to be some curves in the road, aren't there? There's going to be some difficulties. There's going to be some things that need to be mapped out. There's going to be some things that you're not going to understand. And I guarantee you, in 2024, you could take this to the bank, and they'll definitely cash this check. The devil's not going to leave you alone. He's going to make your path as hard as he can. He's going to have you struggling and wondering what to do and where to go. He's going to try to keep you in the dark. He's going to try to cause you to have problems in your life. He's going to try to have problems between you and your spouse, between you and your kids, between others that your friends. He's going to do his very best to cause all of those things to happen in your life because he doesn't want you to have a straight path to somewhere. He wants that road to be curvy. He wants that road to be difficult, and he wants you to have to work at everything you do. Don't you just love it when the scripture says, your word is a lamp unto my feet. Isn't that wonderful to know? One of the great things about being a Christian is God's already got 2024 mapped out for you. You just don't know it yet. You don't know it yet. If the Lord tarries and we're back here next year, and we're talking about 2025, There'd be a lot of you say, Preacher, I remember what you said last year. There was some interesting things happening in 2024. But you know what? God had my back, didn't he? And God took care of me. And he mapped out where I needed to be, gave me what I needed to have in my life, gave me the strength to be able to overcome those things. And because of his word, that was there with me. What does the Bible mean to you? The Bible should be something special to you, shouldn't it? Something that you love to have around, something that you read. Not only that, it's, your, it's sort of your lifeline between you and God, isn't it? When God is talking to you and sharing with you and saying, this is how it's laid back. I promise you, any of us can pick up the Bible today and read a scripture you read it one way, I read it the other way, and we're both going to interpret it different, aren't we? Because you know something? What you need out of that scripture from God, God knows that. And what I need out of that scripture, God knows that. And he gives me what I need. So in, I am resolved to pray more in 24. What would be the last thing you think? We're talking, remember the basics of your Christianity, all right? Prayer. Read your Bible. What would you think the last one would be? I am resolved to witness more in 24. I am resolved to witness more in 24. 
You ready for a big amen here at Bethlehem Church? In 24, the world needs more of God in it. Amen? amen. How's that going to happen? Somebody going to get a big plane and just fly over and throw God dust over all the world and say, there you go. There's your little taste of God. This is what I want to give to you, and this is what I want to share with you. No, that's not the way it works. God needs people in 24 that is willing to talk about Him. God needs people in 24 that is willing to witness and say, God, I want to go out and be the person that tells others about God. You know, I believe that definitely in our community here at Mount Hermon and also throughout Monroe County, throughout all the state of Kentucky, people need to hear about God. And seemingly that's happening less and less and less, isn't it? Churches are closing. <clears throat> people are not attending churches anymore. People are drifting away from God, trying to do their own thing in their own way. But I believe in 24, the only way Christianity can come to this community and throughout the state of Kentucky is people that are willing to talk about God. People that are willing to witness about God. People that are willing to say, let me tell you how good my God is. Folks, I want all of us to realize <clears throat> He is good to us, isn't He? Amen. He blesses you every day. He takes care of you every day. He gives you a little extra help in your life every day. No matter what you face, you can say, even though it's a bad day, praise be to God, God had me. And I want to tell you about it. Some folks say, well, Paul, how do you witness? Well, I believe one way you do, you witness with your words. You know another way you witness? With your actions. How you live your life. What does people see? How do they see you live your life? They not only want to see you as... Mr. or Miss person that goes to church on Sunday morning, they want to see how you live when things are bad. When things are not going the way you had them planned. When you're struggling with certain things. And the old devil <clears throat> in 24 is going to do everything he can to push the right buttons. Y'all have any buttons? I do. There's certain little things that just, just irritates me. And the devil knows what those are. <clears throat> and the devil would love just to set all, every minute, every second of 24 and just push your buttons. Push your buttons. But praise be to God when he's pushing a button, you to say, listen here, Mr. Devil. I serve a God that's bigger than you. And I serve a God that's not only going to have salvation for me and my heart and my life, but I am going to go out and witness to others around about me. And we've all got that chance today. We all see people every day that need God, that needs to hear about God. In 24, you might be the only person that ever talks to them about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In 24, you might be the only person that can share to them the importance of turning their heart and life over to Christ. This is an interesting time here on, Christ, on New Year's Eve. As we're getting ready for the big New Year's, I don't. I, I'm. I, I promise you one thing. I won't be setting up the midnight. I'm not that young anymore. So y'all let me know when the ball hits or something, okay? But I do know something. If the Lord tarries, we'll be back here next Sunday. 
and we're going to start 24. How's it going to look to you? Where are you going to be? Hopefully, you are resolved in 24 to pray more, read your Bibles more, and to witness more. And you're not only going to do it the first Sunday or the first Monday in the new year. You're going to do that every day. And you're going to get stronger every day. And you're going to listen to God more every day. And serve that risen Savior that is alive and well for us each day. Today, I don't know what you're... You know, one of the great things about this day is you could say, you know what, I'm getting ready to leave this year behind me. And I'm going to leave some things in 23 that I don't need for 24. I'm not going to take those things with me. I'm going to leave it there. What do you need to leave there? What is something that's bothered you all January through to December in 23? What do you need to lay down? Only you know that. You and God knows that. And this morning, if you need to do that, please do so. If you need to turn your heart and life over to Jesus Christ, there's no better day than today to say I'm resolved to know that heaven is my home. Whatever God has talked to you about today, listen to him as we have a closing song. Join Larry.